move into this to the beginning because I don't know you fuckers are listening when you ex- fucking skip my outros. <laughs> Alright guys, so before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to all of our social medias. We got Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, all at Pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, stab that like button, and give us five stars on Spotify. We don't know what it does, but hey, I heard it helps. You can support us on Anchor through our link tree. There will be a tab that says support us. Click on that. You can donate anywhere between a dollar to, I believe, $10. Anything helps. Give us money. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another session of Scarapy. I am your Scarapist and host, Dr. Trevor Brown. And joined with me is the man... You got fucking nothing on this one. No. <laughs> Ye old deadite spooky himself. I was gonna try and do a sequel thing. Didn't pan out. You did that once before. It was also terrible. For Creep 2, I believe. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, you're right. The Boogalooist. Um, yeah, so Zach's here. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, this is our second time reviewing this movie. I love this movie. I don't want to talk about it again. No. Um, we did it. Yeah. It's done. And it was a really good recording, besides the fact that we couldn't hear ourselves. A goddamn thing. Fucking, the internet's hard, man. Have you ever been on the internet? Awful. <laughs> Ask Jeeves has never worked for me. Bing keeps crashing, man. <laughs> it can't keep crashing if it's never worked. <laughs> for those of you that are under 50 years old, Bing is like Google, but shittier. Shout out to my age group for knowing what Firefox is. Yeah, your age group. I get it. <laughs> Enunciate, you piece of shit. Um, if you use Firefox, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Chrome all the way. MSN. Oh, God. I don't know if I came or fucking shot my dick off. Oh, God. Either way, it's useless for 20 minutes. Let's get into some info about the movie. Hit me. Alright, so Evil Dead 2 came out March 13th, 1987. Uh, it has a runtime over an hour and 25 minutes. And it fucking feels like it, to be fair. Yeah. It, it's... I like this movie. It's a hard watch, to be fair. It's just... It's old, it's outdated, and it's not well put yeah. together, but it's exactly what you want it to be at the I same mean, time. like, I, it, it took me two tries to watch this movie. It, yeah, it's like... Actually, I think it took me two as well, because I, I think I legitimately got bored the first yeah. time and just walked away and didn't even realize it. I was like, oh, shit, I have to watch this. I did the same thing. Yeah, like, and I, again, I love these movies. Like, I really like Bruce Campbell, and it's just a hard watch, man. It's it's a cult favorite for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, um, I don't know, it kind of killed box office, but we'll get there in a second. Zach, what's the rating on this movie? What, what, uh, platform are we going off of? The old Rotten Tomatoes. 43. 95. What the fuck? <laughs> you told me that last week and I still don't believe you. Yeah. Because I do not remember that. Yeah. I thought I remember this movie tanked. No, man. God damn. Yeah. It had and it's a... not a 95. Like, that movie is not worth a 95. Yeah. You know what's worth a 95? Fucking Batman. Batman is great. I can pick a bunch of them that I like. Vengeance. Vengeance. Uh, but this movie is yeah. not a 95. No, I mean, fucking Nightmare on Elm Street told me a 95. I like Nightmare more than this as like a movie in yeah. general. Me too. I think it's better put together. So it uh, it had this a This is the sequel. Is it the sequel, technically? It's what would you call it nowadays? Like a A reboot? Mm, 
remake? It's or, like a reboot sequel. Well, a, a reimagining. Yeah, that's probably the best way. It Pixar it up for a movie. There we go. Uh, it had a budget of three point five million. What? <laughs> it's all that claymation, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Clay is expensive back in the day because they didn't have the internet. And uh, ten point nine mil in the box office. Did it really do that good? Mm-hmm. That's so surprising. <laughs> Because the first one did okay, too. I mean, well enough to get a fucking sequel. Yeah. And, god damn it, like, this, the whole point they made this one was the first one was so bad that they're just like, you know what? This is a comedy now. Fuck it. <laughs> and it worked! It did work. Um, they just got this guy with the chin and made it work. He does have a chin. That mighty chin. Uh, it was directed by Sam Raimi of Spider-Man trilogy fame. Spiderman. The cast of this is Bruce Campbell. The man. And that's it. Yep. You got nobody else in fame. <laughs> no, it's... I don't think uh, Sam Raimi put his, what, his brother, I think, is in every one of his movies at a certain point. I didn't see his name in the cast. Yeah, I don't... I'm certain he's not in this movie. I don't think he's in Army of Darkness either, actually. But that's um, hard to say. So, yeah. Other people in this movie are Sarah Barry, Dan Hicks, Cassie Wesley, Richard Domier. Who is Dan Hicks? Um... I think he's the... <laughs> Please tell me who's who, he, he's who I want him to be. The most the, aptly named yeah, character of all time. The, the hick. God <laughs> damn it. Cletus. I can't confirm as of now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, I can't Google it. Google plot it's hard. Of this movie, plot of this movie is Ash Williams battles demons in a cabin in the woods. That's fucking it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's the plots one, two, and three nailed right there. One line. Well, three's got a little more substance. They yeah. got a budget on that one. <laughs> they actually had CGI in that movie. Oh, come on. London Bridge is falling down. We'll get to that. That's like my favorite scene. Let's get to some questions real quick. Dude. Pass. Um, so, Zach, do you consider this movie a sequel? We just talked about it. I already wrote the question, man. That's true. You asked me last week, and I also still don't remember any of your questions. Whoa. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a sequel at all. It's 100% a reboot that they just drew chalk around. Yeah. Uh, dude, how good is Bruce Campbell? The man. Like, I think I told you the story once before. I love Bruce Campbell. Like, A, still have him on my tattoo idea, which I'll, and that comes from this movie, and I'll bring it up when it happens. Uh, I, B, my, my goal for a long time after Phoenix Comic Con in like, God, 2011, I got a picture of me and Nathan Fillion, and right behind Fillion was Campbell, and they were fucking with each other the whole time. So I got my picture with Bruce Campbell holding the picture of me and Nathan Fillion, <laughs> and he's flipping it off. It's a fantastic, and they're both signed. So I was really going, I was like, man, if they come back, I want to do this again and just keep getting this saved. That's incredible. Um, I never made it happen because I don't think I ever. I couldn't handle the con crowds anymore after, I mean, well, we'll, they're too much. Yeah, we'll make it work one day. Pass. Right. I also have to find that photo and figure it out. Um, and the last question, Zach, why didn't we review Evil Dead 1? We did last week. Moving on. Perfect. <laughs> um... <laughs> Evil Dead One's a true piece of shit, by the way. Yeah, we're gonna run through that whole movie in the first twenty minutes of this. Uh, pretty much, it's a like I rewatched it just out of curiosity because I couldn't remember certain parts when happened what. Mm-hmm. Maybe one scene 
that is horrific, and the rest is just garbage. Oh, and we'll I, get into that scene. I know what scene you're talking yes, about. Yes, everybody should if you've seen these movies. Other than that, it's a bad fucking movie. And they obviously knew it, because they just said, eh, fuck it. Put some tape up. Yeah, so, let's get into the movie here. So, the movie opens with a spooky fog, and a man talking about something being written by the Dark Ones. The Necronomicon Ex Mortis. My baby. Also known as the Book of the Dead. Uh, Which we saw, uh, weird spoiler, not spoiler, but just connection, 100% not the same Book of the Dead as Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. Uh, is that canon? We don't know that for sure. Uh, it's 100% canon that it it's not that same book, because they do not look the same at all. It knocks in the moon! Um, so... Nobody's fucking seen that movie. <laughs> this book serves as a passageway to the other side, and it is inked in blood. And wrapped in, or bound in human flesh. And, uh, it also has a little face on it. It does. He's a little bitey. <laughs> uh, the book disappeared in 1380. What did the book eat? Uh, smaller books. Yeah, that's good. I was thinking it's like SpaghettiOs or something weird. Like, off-brand soups. <laughs> what is this, Campbell's? I can't eat that. <laughs> that's too... <laughs> <laughs> too rich for my blood. He was the first fucking hipster. <laughs> I don't eat mainstream soups. I only eat soups I found in this can and a boot. This man only eats tomato soup. Oh, shit. He's not a man. Well, he was at one point. Or... Is it just like a Leatherface book? Just... Yeah. Assorted human faces put together. <laughs> assorted faces. I get it. That's my favorite line of Goodwill. Um... <laughs> It has, like, the find-a-job section, the cashier, and assorted faces. <laughs> Donate your face to science! Goodwill. Alright. So, then we get the title card of Evil Dead 2, in kind of the same style as, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, where it, like, comes forward to the front of the screen. Which I think was just, they figured out any type of cinematic at that point. Because yeah. there was nothing before that. It was just flash across the screen. Yeah. Credit, roll credits. So then we, we open on a road coming out of a tunnel as we see a car driving uh, in the car are Ash and Linda talking about you know what what the cabin they're going to is like it's a little run down but it's in the mountains so that's nice right <laughs> I really like because they're just 100% breaking into this mm -hmm. cabin and I think there's even do you have this line written down yeah, yeah okay hit it well be before that I, I do want to mention um, obviously a lot of one of your favorite movies takes a lot of inspiration from this movie uh, Cabin in the Woods, this whole opening shot of the car coming out of the tunnel, straight up remade in Cabin in the Woods. It's it's like the intro to them getting to the cabin. Which, you told me that before, and I had no idea, yeah. but like, and Cabin in the Woods has a ton of references to Evil Dead in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, just horror movies in general, but I think a lot from Evil Dead. Uh, but I had no idea, like, I would not have picked that out, and it's so super obvious if you watch it, and I had no idea. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, the opening scene, I was like, wait a minute, I've seen that before. I know this. That's yeah. from a good movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, we gotta get to that movie soon. I can't wait. I love Cabin in the Woods. I've done a lot of deep dive on that movie. <laughs> Alright, so then we, we cut to nighttime as they drive across a bridge in beautiful, beautiful claymation. Fantastic. Um, get to Cabin. Yeah. We don't really need to know much else. Yeah, so they get to the now iconic Cabin. If you see it, you know it. Um, like they literally speed through the f the entire first movie in the first 
like you said, about 20 minutes of this. They, they cut out all of the random shit and just, yep, here's set up, you fucking deal with it. Yeah, so we, we then cut to Ash just sitting playing the piano for some reason, uh, and Linda's dancing, and they go to smooch, but her weird monochrome necklace thing is in the way. Which he gave her, I think, in the car, or... They no, they just have it. No, they give her that in the first one. They don't even reference it. I forgot that there's like a whole scene of it of him pretending to sleep and he's holding this gift box. It's really poorly done. Uh, well, the acting is so bad. That just goes into my theory. That it's we'll also how they kill on. the book. What? Spoilers. Oh no! 40 year old movie. You fucking figure it out. Uh, so they move it and they go to smooch again, but then she's say uh, she's like, oh, I'm worried that the owners are gonna come back, sir. And now we've just realized, straight from Demonic, kick this door in, we live here now. Yeah, and, and this is where it's real, they're breaking in, and he's like, Ash says, you know, if if they do come home, which they won't, we're just going to say that, you know, our car broke down and we found the cabin and decided to come in. That was not even close to groovy enough to be a Campbell line. Sorry. Because he would just roll up and, hey baby. <laughs> Don't you worry, pretty little face, about that. So uncomfortable. Oh, you should be. <laughs> he put his hand on my back. There's so much of it. <laughs> Why are you so wet? Um, and then, then Bruce Campbell says, "Hey, what do you say we have some champagne, baby?" Baby, it's <laughs> happening. Uh, Bubba Hotep and then, all its glory. <laughs> you fucking, you watched that movie? I know you have. It's fantastic. I'm moving that slow. Perfect. Fake Elvis and the mummy. Ash goes into the other room to get uh, the champagne, but he finds this super old tape player. Uh, which was a current tape player at the time. Yeah. Which is like a reel-to-reel, if anybody knows what that is. Yeah, so it's, Google it. He, he plays it, and we hear the voice from before that told us about the Necronomicon. Uh, it's Dr. Raymond Noby, who is an ancient history professor. Also known as the fifth Ghostbuster. <laughs> he talks about finding the castle of Kantar. Then we cut to uh, the doctor and family finding the ruins of the castle. In the castle, they found Naturum de Monta, the Necronomicon. The old book. Uh, he brought it to the cabin and started to decipher it to find that it talks about a spiritual presence that roams in the dark that is summoned through reading the book. Spooky ghost forest monster. Yeah, also, know. Slenderman. Where's he at? Son of a bitch. He's so tall. This guy's never paid rent. <laughs> Motherfucker, stop eating my camels! <laughs> that, that's canon scarecrow. It Slender is. Man eats candles. He does. Candles or Campbells? What did you say? I said Campbells. I, I heard candles. Oh, candles is probably better. We got some. They've got them fancy candles. Campbell scented candles. That's a billion dollar <laughs> idea right there. Um, this one smells like cream of mushroom. This one tastes like feel the flowers. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, soup and candles. <laughs> yeah, got you on some shit puns. That's not even a pun. I like puns. Pugs? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking let's unfold your rolls and let's get these going here. All right, so uh, then we cut back to Ash finding the book as the doctor reads the passages. Where is this book, by the way? I don't even remember him. It's just on the table. It, yeah, it's just book. sitting there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's there. okay. So, this um, ancient fucking book. So, last time we recorded this, I tried to read the the phrase. Oh, yeah, not in this fucking house. But he won't let None me. None of this Latin shit. 
That's how you get slender men. I can deal with slender man. Uh, so, look it up. Um, well, like, these people are really... These people, Brian. Brian, you're not going to understand Latin anyway. So, and then while he's reading the passage of the book, uh, we get a POV ghost rushing through the woods, flying around, up through the window that Linda is in, uh, smashes it, attacks her. Super good smash. Uh, and I really like the POV ghost shots in this one, because they do it a ton more. Like, this is the Jehost, or whatever you want to call it. 40% of the movie. It really is. But I really like the shots, because they're really good. Just like uh, Friday the 13th, where they have those POV wood shots. Yes. Just solid. Like, good camera work. Especially for the time. Oh, yeah. Um, Ash hears the glass break, enters the room to find thunder and lightning emanating from outside the window. By thunder and lightning, do you mean like turning a light bulb on and off that is shaped like Harry Potter's I, forehead? I mean a strobe light and people smashing it's garbage cans. It's so bad. Yeah. But I love it. Um, so I love it. it slowly dissipates and then he goes outside to look for Linda. Uh, he goes into the woods when a possessed Linda um, full out like white glazed eyes, sharp teeth, crispy nails. Um, She's a coming for you. Yeah, he jumps out, makes him fall over. He starts crawling away um, as she shambles towards him. Now, he is like the main fight guy. Yeah. And he straight ghost face most of the time and just getting his ass whooped yeah. in comedy fashion. He finds a random red shovel on the ground and just straight decapitates her. Next shot is her burying, uh, her being buried. I love the decapitation because it's it looks like he hits it like you would a wiffle ball, like, bat to literally anything that's stronger than a wiffle ball bat. Because it's so bad. He just nicks her on the neck, and her head just goes flying. Yeah. It's fantastic. And then Barry scene. Yeah, and then he sticks up a huge makeshift cross out of branches above her grave as lightning strikes behind him. Really intensely. Yeah, it's... Again, this is still all from the first movie. Yeah, and then POV goes for turns flying down from the back of the cabin, busting through every door as Ash turns around. He gets picked up by the ghost and carried through the trees, hitting just about every branch. I don't know how they filmed this scene, but they look like they tied him to a rope and just dragged his ass in the air through branches. Because he Is this where he falls in the water? Yeah. When he falls in the water, they, they dropped him from like, I don't know, 40 feet. Like, they tied him all four limbs straight horse pulling you from all four to tear you apart, cut the rope and dropped him into this water. It looked so painful. Yeah, so he he eventually falls face first into a puddle of muddy water. Um, it's not like he just jumped and then face planted. No, not he at all. falls, man. Like, again, th there's four people holding him and they slammed him into the... He fuck like, this guy and his craft services. He like, Teach you eat the last fucking poppy seed bagel. Nobody eats poppy seed bagels. He, he likes belly floss. He does. It looks fucking terrible. Uh, and then... He... First we get a couple of bubbles. Bubble stop. Hey, it's hey, a hey. really long scene, too, yeah. where... You know, like, if he's under there the whole time, he might be dead. He's, like, breathing in this one. Yeah. Yeah, so then he pops his head up super quick to see that he is now possessed. Uh, jawline even more pronounced 
teeth very sharp, the glazed white eyes. He's dead-eyed-y. Uh, and then the sun comes out, which makes all the fog disappear, and by disappear, I mean a reverse shot of uh-huh. uh, fog machines behind trees. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> so bad in the best way. I do want to point out, here's the tattoo I mentioned earlier. Okay. Uh, so when he pops up all evil, evil daddy, I guess we'll call it, uh, so there's, like, evil Ashface. I really wanted to do, like, a good versus evil and do, like, a half regular Campbell, half Evil Dead 2 Campbell. Just put the faces together to split them half by half. I mean, that's With, like, cool. a 90-mile chin. It's <laughs> just all the way down your back. Like, that, I want it on the top of my spine and the whole spine to be chin. Ends of a train just, Oh, I'd be so good. Crimson chin me, baby. <laughs> Or it can be like Brock Lesnar and put on your chest. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the sword. Oh, God. I don't know if I can be erect the whole, that long. Because that's the rest of my life. Uh, and then as the sun comes out, all the fog leaves. The demon leaves Ash. And then he makes a dumb face and passes out. And don't they make a comment here, too? The sun did it. That's after this. Okay. It's, they don't explain it well at all. But, I mean, I guess I'm yeah, so, you. I'm sorry. So they cut to Ash, startling awake. As the camera pans around, we see the cabin, then the grave, then the car, and it's all just right by Ash. So somehow he ended up right back by the cabin. Yeah, like, it makes it seem like they've been running through these woods, and he's like eight feet from the door. Yeah. So, and then he stands up and he goes, The sun got rid of it all. The only time this ever comes into play, by the way. That's it. Like, they definitely had a thought behind this and then rewrote the script and fucking forgot to take the line out. Yeah. And then he hears, uh, or sorry, then he decides, I need to get the fuck out of here before it's dark. He just bangs out of this. Uh, then a strange, like, screeching uh, in the general area is heard. Mm. Like, I don't know if it's where it's coming from, but then the fucking front of the cabin turns into a face. Joe's face. Yeah. Um, Again, not really well explained. They're just like, yeah, it's a, it's the woods, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the windows turn into eyes, and everything else is just the rest of the face, uh, and basically just goes, join us, join us, I'm vengeance, and then fades away. Pretty much, not good. So yeah, Ash decides, all right, it's time to boogie. Gets in the car and starts to drive away. Uh, as he races towards the exit we see that the bridge that they entered on has now collapsed, and the metal support beams have curled inwards towards him in the shape of a hand. I really like this scene, but I could not figure out, like, the bridge, I don't remember them passing a bridge like that at all, because it looked like in uh, railroad tracks to me. Really? That's what I like. The vibe I got, it was very clearly a bridge, but it did not look like the same thing they passed before. Which maybe it's on purpose. Maybe it's just a joke. I mean, it's very clear. Yeah. Joke, but... So, uh, and then he has a super dramatic, oh god. Oh god. Yeah. Moment. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> before the sun is covered in about three seconds by darkness and fog. The, the fog machine they rewound actually <laughs> went back out now. And this is literally, so you have no idea what time it is this whole movie. <laughs> no. It's impossible. <laughs> like, it starts off at night, like them driving in, and now it's just switching between day and night. Because it is bright-ass sun. So, the POV ghost then rushes at Ash from the bridge, gets in his car, slams that bitch in reverse, 
and starts driving backwards at as fast as that fucking car can go. Pretty good scene again. Yeah. He's got the fear in him. And then he hits uh, total, like, Fast and the Furious, drift that fucking car, make it go and drive. That's true. Uh, flips around and starts driving. Tokyo off. drifting, baby. Uh, he decides to cut through the woods instead of just taking the road. I mean, they're scared. I get it. Woods definitely aren't drivable, but whatever. Yeah, so he, he basically hits a tree stump and is ejected through his windshield. Fantastically. It's a great scene, because it is, like, from the hood of the car, just body flying slow-mo yeah, through. Yeah, and then, uh, <laughs> as POV goes, still chases him, he gets up, uh, no injuries, and runs towards the cabin. It's pretty much, like, eject, somersault, fucking keep fucking it, I'm a ninja. <laughs> I think he landed on his chin, which we all know has perfect balance at all times. That would have been such a good joke. That would have. Like a spear just... <laughs> I don't think the chin was a joke yet. Oh, man. Remake it, Bruce Campbell. They did remake I know it. You it was not great. Bruce, I know we're one-on-one -on -one <laughs> personal friends. If you can do me this one favor. Come on, man. Come on, man. We met that one time. <laughs> so they, they actually have a really good scene here that I, I actually genuinely enjoy. Uh, it's a non-stop one-shot of the camera chasing Ash as the POV goes as he runs through some different rooms in the cabin, basically busting through doors, trying to get away. They eventually end up in the walls of the cabin, like in between the rooms, as Ash kind of like spins his way through them to get out. It's really good, and I definitely broke you up. I apologize on that, because that POV starts from outside yeah. and chases him through the cabin, and it's him you know, back looking, over his shoulders, terrified looking away. It's a really good it's shot. really good. Um, and then eventually they get back towards the living room. Uh, Ash runs into the living room. The ghost follows him, but loses him. Uh, gets pissed and fucks off. Uh-huh. All right, well, I'm out. Yeah, and then we see a shot of Ash um, in what I called the basement but it's definitely a cellar. Which they reference several times. I think it's the food cellar. Or yeah. the fresh fresh cellar. There's something a little off. Something cellar. We'll call it the cellar. Yeah, and I wrote basement every time. And I will correct you when I remember every time. And then we uh, cut to a lady getting out of a plane. I love the complete nonsensical direction of this scene. Because there's no... Like, it, it has a very big reason. This character is important, obviously. But... The cutting to the airplane is so unnecessary. Hard they don't pivot. need any of this. Yeah. They could have started at, like, her fourth scene in and been fine. Yes. They did not need all of this build. So, her name is Annie, and she's an explorer. What a bitch. Uh, she tells her husband that she found Necronomicon pages. Her husband is straight Zach Morris with a sweater draped over his neck the whole time. He is country clubbing it up. Oh, yeah. They both look like assholes. He looks like Fred from Scooby-Doo. He does have an ascot on. And he's blonde. This is what happens in the dark universe of the Scooby-Doo gang. Alright, Sarah Michelle... Daphne becomes Buffy. Fred becomes Evil Dead Guy, who I could not tell you that guy's name. I think his name's Jake. I don't care. Uh, Shag Shaggy's always Lillard. He just... He yeah. goes Scream City, but he has god powers in any, any universe. So what's, uh, what's Velma do? And that fucking dog... Cujo? Yeah, Cujo. Okay, he Cujo's. Poor Airbud. Oh. That poor dog. And that poor <laughs> clown. Alright, Velma, I'm coming for you. I want the dark Scooby universe. That's gonna happen. In a world 
without this, leadership. The true story of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. The, the friending. God damn it. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing this week. <laughs> I need a creepypasta written by Friday. Got it. Nailed. So, uh, she asks if her dad is ready to cipher the pages, but uh, they haven't heard from him all week because the cabin he's staying at doesn't have a fucking phone. Which, it's 19 what? Oh, like God. 84? 87. 87. I'm barely a thought. 87. Alright, I'm, I'm a sperm, maybe. Depends what month we're in. March. Probably not even. <laughs> not even in this planet yet. And uh, they don't have fucking cell phones. Satellites aren't a real thing. The Earth is flat. We all get it. <laughs> Birds aren't real. Um, That's never been true. You see one bird in this movie, they're in the forest the whole fucking time. <laughs> uh, so, they leave to... to... <laughs> Are you okay? No. I was so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, they say, alright, well we're just gonna have to meet him there. Meet him, <laughs> meet him there! <laughs> well, tarnation, this all flying aeroplanes! So they decide they're... <laughs> They decide they're just going to have to meet him at the cabin, and they get in the car to drive to him. That's the whole fucking scene with these people. There's no point other to introduce this is their dad. There's one more thing. Okay, hit me. She says that she, uh, she right. thinks she might have found what the real meaning of the book is, and it's a doorway to another world. Again, it could have been... I feel like they needed time. They're like, I don't know, intro this character earlier. None of this needed to be done. This whole scene is pointless. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and then we just cut back to Ash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They could have, like, there's a scene, and I'm going to point it out to you, where they could have introed her and just lip service the rest of it. No problem. Yeah, so then we, we cut to Ash passed out in a chair in the cabin uh, when he wakes up and is just randomly startled by a mounted deer head that's been there the whole time. So spooky. Um, Which I think this is the first time we actually see the deer head, isn't it? I think it's in the background. Like, background, but you don't get, like, a good shot of it. But now you actually see it pretty clearly. I mean, it, like, zooms in. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes up a little later, and I love that scene. Yeah, so he, he gets up, and he starts to explore the room, uh, which is just the living room. Um, and he goes through a door that leads to the piano from before now playing itself. Fantastic. Uh, Ash clutches Linda's necklace. The sun will come out tomorrow. Uh, as a window breaks open. Outside, we see the makeshift cross over the grave fall over, and a claymation corpse uh, gets up and dances around as the severed head of Linda rolls back onto its shoulders. Uh, she dances around, staring at Ash, even while her body spins, her, her eyes remain fixed on the man uh, before flying away as she goes, ah! Like, can we appreciate this scene was probably blowing people's mind and how good it looked mm -hmm. back in 87 and now if i watch the scene i'm like this is a piece of shit if, that yeah. i cannot stand to watch if i watch this scene i want to throw up it looks so bad nowadays but this is what they had to work with this is probably top of the line cutting edge shit all of the budget absolutely and the spinning head is it i mean it's very clearly a barbie doll they have fucked up yeah and the spinning there's that so the body is dancing the head is locked onto ash so it's spinning around exorcist style yeah 
yeah. it just it looks terrible but the scene could have been good. also a reference to the first one they do very similar and also the beginning of this movie where she's dancing it's like the mm-hmm. same dance yeah and she she jumps away as ash is just staring out from the broken part of the window uh the fog reels in and then she pops up right in front of the window saying dance with me so hot <laughs> Uh, before grabbing his head and slamming it into the boarded-up window about 23 times. Uh, can we agree that every stunt in here, they didn't have a stunt double and they didn't have no. a fake. They were just, just throw my head into it. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to sell all of these hits by making them real. Somebody's getting a receipt today. <laughs> Fuck, like, they smashed this guy apart in this movie. Oh, dude. He gets fucked up. And I think it's legit, because it... I know they're protecting him, but they they look like they're slamming him yeah. pretty good. So her head then just rolls off her shoulders again uh, as Ash awakes in a start from his dream nightmare. So he's back in the the rocking chair that he woke up in he's first. Back in the same chair. Uh, he's screaming. Startled. I'm so yeah. startled right now. <laughs> and then he just has a full crying breakdown uh-huh. before Linda's possessed head falls from the ceiling into his lap. Out of nowhere. The body is nowhere to be seen. Just a head. And it is, like, the most mannequin head you've ever seen. Yeah. They were like, here's a mannequin from Macy's. Glue a wig on it. Doesn't need a face. Linda bites his hand, and he runs around slamming the head into various objects. It's so good. Just, ah! He's just screaming, and she's just clamped on. And then he goes, the work shift. Love it. Which we haven't seen yet. <laughs> no, uh, and, and let's preface, we're still, a lot of this is still reference to Evil Dead 1. And we're getting really close to the end of that. But there's still a really good scene that I'm gonna, we're gonna get to yeah. that you're gonna have to hit. Yeah, so he decides then to stumble his way over to the work shed. There, he finds what I now know, well, what I now remember is a vice of no, 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 let's go back to what you said last week yeah, when we I'm, I'm fake recorded this. So, I saw it, and I was like, oh, what's that called? And I knew what it was called because it, there was one at the knife shop I worked at, and I used it all the time. Real life use, seen in person, <laughs> could not remember fucking Miami what? Yeah, and I was like... Miami Vice, goddamn! Yes and me. You know what that show is. That's fine. (laughs) This is how we record, by the way. I talk until I'm done and he just starts talking again. He's not paying attention to anything I say. So, yeah, it took me five minutes of Google searching. Um, (laughs) Should be big, man. You would have got that done. On table work tool. uh, Mounted table work tool. Mounted table grip. It hurts my head. Um, And then I eventually found vice. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, so he finds a vice to put Linda's head in as he finally gets his hand free. And Deadite Linda tells Ash that Linda will suffer forever in hell. It's actually a pretty cryptic message. Because their love wasn't real. I mean, a love between a man and a woman. It's just not real. Should I start my Deadite voice now or should I do it later? You should do it always. Also, the laugh that I love so much. <laughs> Hit me, baby! <laughs> I don't know why it's so good. It's just the best laugh. So, yeah, Dead Eye Linda 
in one of the things she says, she'll suffer forever. It's so good. Even mom wasn't real. She's a real bitch. Like, everything she says is pretty... Yeah. In this situation, pretty fucked up. And it's supposed to be, but... So then Ash goes to destroy the head... Um... With? (laughs) So he pulls back a curtain, um... To find the spot for a chainsaw with chalk around where it should be. So good. This is... And I'm gonna fuck off for the next ten minutes because I'm about to talk for a minute. This is where you really get the satire of this movie between one and two. Because if you're watching this brand new in the theater because you're fucking 90 years old at this point, (laughs) that you don't really understand what's going on. Like, I've already seen all this. It's really similar. It's a different actress, but Bruce is the same. And they change. Yeah, it's... I'm pretty certain, unless she got a lot of hair and (laughs) some plastic surgery advanced for her time. Uh, different actress, and they got rid of, like, four people from the first showing to just these two. It's the same story, just sped up super hard. And right here is where you're like, I fucking get it. Because in Evil Dead 1, he's same scenario, grabs Chainsaw, which is already ridiculous, because it's a goddamn, like, brand new Milwaukee Chainsaw, freshly oiled to chop this bitch up. And then this one so perfectly chalk outline like a 1930s body. Oh, we'll put chalk around it so we know where the body was. Because <laughs> there's no fucking DNA or anything else that exists at the time. Damn, was that a John Delaney reference? It really was, and I'm surprised you got it, so thank you. <laughs> I love John It's so good. Damn. You, you, you lost my train of thought, because that was fantastic. <laughs> but I love how much this scene in Capital... Encapsulates. No, encapsulates. I like it more. We'll encapsulate the movie into capsules. Uh, but just how much it captures the first one into this one into total satire. Yeah. At this point, you're just like, oh, this is fucking a joke now. And I don't know what. I really wish I watched the trailers for these movies now. Because oh. I don't know what they were like. I've never seen them. Uh, but I don't know if they were. It was. Evil Dead 2 was introduced as a joke. I don't think it was. I think it was introduced as a serious movie, though. Okay. That's total bullshitting, because, I, again, I didn't watch the trailer. So, back to the movie! Actually, no. Oh, this perfect. Is, this is where my theory comes in. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> yes, this is the intermission mm-hmm. of the episode. Um, you can skip for about 20 minutes, because we're going into some bullshit uh, here. Go ahead and look at the runtime. However long is left, skip it. Uh-huh. We're done. <laughs> no, so... Uh, this is my theory for this movie, which is, this is the same Ash from the events of Evil Dead 1, so that's why he knows where all this shit already is. That's a bad theory. Already off to a bad start. Really? You don't like that? No. Well, alright. Alright, I'm thinking about it more, and this is straight up the plot to Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Madness. He's a variant. Yeah, we're, well, I wouldn't say variant, but it's more so trying to... So if you watched What If, because Marvel, sue me, I got fucking $12. Uh, the What If series where it's the same Doctor Strange trying to save yeah. Palmer over and over and over, it's almost like that. I like that I that thought, where he's the same one trying to recreate this moment and avoid the shit. Yeah. But why would he go to the cabin? It just doesn't work out. The cabin's um, where all the evil is. I mean, for the same reason that 
in What If, he always gets in the car. No, but there's a ton of different scenarios. Sometimes he doesn't get in the car. Yeah. It's just other fucked up shit happens. Maybe this is variant two where he hasn't figured it out yet. And he's just like, deja vu. I'm in the Matrix. I know Kung Fu. Keanu. Keanu. I'm Keanu Dracula. Count Dracula. Like the breakfast cereal. Frank Caliendo, by the way. Okay, let's get back into the movie. Fuck this movie. We recorded it last week. Well, it's, we're just going <laughs> to split from here to last week's shit recording. So, um... <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know where we were at this point. Chainsaw. Nailed it. Yeah, so then um, he goes to grab the chainsaw, but it's not there. Then Linda's headless body busts in with the chainsaw. Fucking fantastic. Uh, goes to kill Ash. He grabs a crowbar and fucking home runs that thing. Yeah. To the point where it flips around and goes back into her body, cuts her in half, and... Actually looks great, by the way. And it douses Ash in black blood, which is the first of four colors of blood we will see in this movie. Which I'm so excited to talk about, because they make no sense and have no relevance, because whose line is it anyway where the points don't matter? This is just an episode of references. Yes. <laughs> You can probably Google anything I say besides this, and it'll come up as a show or reference to something. So, Ash... Except that. So... And that. And that. Fuck off. So, Ash then takes the chainsaw and goes to cut Linda's head in half, but her head turns back to normal Linda, pleading with him to not do it, before it just turns back to Dead-Eyed Linda saying, She's in hell. Uh... Then he saws her head in half. Long um, ways. Yes. Hot dog, not hamburger. Yes, you hot dog that, baby. <laughs> we had a really long argument about this once. Yeah, yeah we did. It was about a week ago. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so then he goes back to the cabin with the chainsaw, stumbles back uh, into the hallway where he finds a shotgun <laughs> just chilling. Uh, Right next to the uh, deer head that scared him. It's yeah, so underneath it, like, on a shelf. So he'd seen it probably a thousand yeah, times Yeah, so already. he picks up the shotgun, throws the chainsaw down. Does a really good, like, which is better, yeah. shotgun. Loads that bitch up with two slugs, puts the rest in his, like, button-up pocket, uh, which I like that. They do a really good job. I think there's maybe one scene where they don't, but they do a really good job counting shells. For some reason, this movie has better bullet count than every movie besides John Wick. They, I was gonna say, literally anything but John Wick, they fucking nailed it. <laughs> How big's a clip? I don't know, 500? Nailed it. <laughs> every gun just has a drum. Yep. Um, so then, a rocking chair turns to him and starts rocking back and forth. This um, is my favorite scene in the movie. In response, he, for some reason, decides, I'm gonna put my hand where a person would be sitting in the chair. This scene's like three minutes of him inching up to this yeah. thing, by the way. Yeah, like, so I'm gets, gonna feel some ghost dick and see what happens. It gets to, his hand gets to about the back of the chair when it stops. Um, and it's just rocking back and forth. It's not doing anything yeah. other ominous other than it's just rocking. Yeah, and then it cuts back to his face as he kind of like seizes up, drops the gun, and then stumbles over to a mirror where he goes, I'm fine. I'm okay. And then his reflection reaches through the mirror and grabs him by the shoulders, and he goes, I don't think so. 
First off, I love this scene. Mm-hmm. Second, I want to point out, and I know we talked about this at least once before. Last week, spoilers. Uh, 100% the reflection, the one that is talking that is facing, 100% is not Bruce Campbell. This guy has got drawn-on eyebrows that go on for about six years, <laughs> and a, like, a completely different nose. He's got this really prominent hook nose, and there's a scene where they show him face-to-face. So you can tell it's two different people if you're kind of looking at the details. But even when he's talking and they're face-to-face, they don't have Bruce Campbell step into that. It's just some other guy. Maybe See, Sam Raimi's cousin. I don't know. I still disagree. I still think it's it's Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong. You didn't go rewatch it, so... That's fine. I remember. So yeah, his reflection says, I don't think so. We just cut off our girlfriend with a chainsaw. And then he starts to uh, strangle real Bruce Campbell uh, as the camera pans to see that he's actually strangling himself and at the same time he realizes that he's strangling himself and stops. Do you really like that they keep alluding to maybe I'm just crazy but at the same time 100% you know it's not. Maybe this is just an American Psycho situation. That movie is so good and bad at the same time. Feed me kittens. (laughs) Feed me a stray cat. I want to do that movie so bad. It's so bad. I mean, if you want to, I can tell you, like, the three good scenes and shit on the rest of that movie for you. But, um, yeah, I think because this next part's so good, I think I'm going to call Act 1 done here. Oh, yeah. This is, this is coming up for a banger. All right. So, Act 2 starts with Ash staring at the mirror now. A wide shot of him as his hand turns uh, deadite-ish. Heroin gray, got it. Yeah. Um, Black veins cover his hand uh, from the bite mark, I should say, from where Linda bit his hand. His nails get all crispy and long. Um, To be fair, the video on it, the the shot of this is really good because it's just a shot of his hand and it just goes black veins, kind of ominous background. It makes like cracking. Yeah, it's a good shot. Dumb as fuck, but it's a good shot. And then his hand starts to attack him. So good. I love this scene. Um, so he, he like grabs his hand by the wrist. He, he's fighting himself. Yeah. And it looks legit, to be he fair. He did really good. He kills this scene. And he like slams the hand on the ground a couple times while screaming, Give me back my hand! Now let's, I want to preface that, that every time he slams this hand on the ground, you get the thunderbolt in the background. <gasps> Boom! Boom! Give me back my hand! It's so good. And then we cut to Annie uh, driving up to the bridge. This bitch. Where, um... This is hand bridge, it's all curled up Yeah, again. it's the other side, which is also hand bridge. Um, where... Let's be fair, it's the same shot. Oh, where a worker informs them that the bridge has collapsed um, by saying, oh, you ain't going across that bridge. Ain't nobody going over there. And if you can't hear this accent, this guy's got about four teeth. And uh, my nickname for these two coming up are Cletus and Velveeta <laughs> or Van Camp's Pork and Beans because fucking Jesus Christ. The Hillbilly Express. They are the most stereotypical hillbillies in all the denim you can imagine. Like, yeah. if that girl got undressed, she'd be wearing a denim bra and a denim thong straight up the butt. So, and then uh, his girlfriend 
appears and sits on Annie's car. Uh, her name is Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe, Velveeta. And she goes, Why are you going up there, anyways? <laughs> it, Just super, like, aggro off the bat with this lady. They are super aggro and just the most stereotypical characters you can think of. Yeah. They were like, it's the 80s, fuck it, we could be racist and shitty. And then the worker decides Cletus. to inform them that there's actually a trail that they can take them to the cabin for 45 Wait, wait. A hundred dollars. Yep. Because 40 I don't know, who the fuck says $45? Oh, I got two 20s and a five. No, no, fuck you. Give me a 50. <laughs> Do you have change for a 10? Yeah, fuck off. Um, I guess an 87, that was common, because bank cards weren't a thing. And then she, Annie says, okay, as long as you carry my bags, camera pans over to the Necronomicon pages and her purse. And In the back seat of the car. Yeah. like So he's looking over his shoulder like, <laughs> you got it, brother. <laughs> <gasps> Fucking Jabba the Hutt's the shit out of this. Solo. <laughs> and then he agrees to carry the bag. And then we come back to Ash. Uh, <laughs> right back. Again, plane scene, bridge scene, totally unnecessary. Yeah. They didn't need him even to introduce these four characters now. Yeah, and then we cut back to Ash avoiding his hand like a teen boy during No November before... <laughs> <laughs> No Nut November. <laughs> Call that Wednesday. Also Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <clears throat> uh, before he tries to drown the hand or wash it. I couldn't figure it out. Not sure what he was really doing. Wash the evil away, daddy. <laughs> uh, then the hand just starts grabbing plates in the kitchen, smashing them over his head. Again, all credit to the Campbell in this scene, because he kills it. <laughs> He looks like this thing is just wrecking his shit. This hand is just grabbing anything it can and just fucking Tom and Jerry the shit out yes. of him. It's um, so good. And then the hand grabs the back of his head and makes him flip onto his back. A full flip. Before it's he great. passes out. Yeah, because of reasons. He passes out. So for like, no reasons. Uh, then the hand starts to struggle and drag him over to a cleaver that's nearby on the ground. And they have, like, alluded at this point, like, deadites do have some type of extra strength. Yeah. So it's it's dragging this dead body with just fingertips. It's literally clawed. Yeah, yeah it, like, if you had all five meth pinky tips, that's what this thing looks like. And it's making, like, meek sounds. I love that this thing has a voice. This is probably the best character in the movie, by the way, because mm -hmm. it 100% comes back. Oh, evil hands incredible. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the hand starts to drag into the cleaver, um, and as it gets almost close enough to reach, Ash reawakens, grabs a knife nearby, and stabs through evil hand, planting it into the floor. So good. Uh, and then he gives him a gotcha sucker. Straight out of 1945. Uh, then he cuts his own hand off with the chainsaw. The scene is great. Like, let's be fair. Again, Campbell killing it. Him, la he's laughing while he's doing it, but also semi. Wait, pseudo screaming. I get that drink. Do it. Um, 
cutting his hand off, just kind of maniacally going crazy. Yeah. Just hammering, or not hammering, but chainsawing this thing off. So it's, then, it's a great scene. Then, we cut back to Annie and the gang in the woods as they walk to the cabin. This is what happens. This is the Scooby gang in the Dark Universe. Yeah, and this at this point, um, Bobby Joe, Annie, and her husband walk through the frame, and then... Uh, worker, worker guy, Cletus. Cletus walks into frame with a huge suitcase over his back, and he's like, "I thought she was talking about the purse." Just shit banging it up. A fuck this guy the whole time, by the way. Yeah, but then they actually have a really good character moment uh, where they cut back to Ash. Um, of course, because <laughs> he's the only good character in this whole fucking movie. Yeah, and then he covers the severed hand with like a pan or a bucket. It's a bucket, like a. St- Old school galvanized bucket. Spittoon. This, yes. If you uh, ping, that's what you get out of this thing. It's so good. Uh, and, and what happens next? Because I fucking can't stand it. Then he puts books on it to weigh it down. Um, I wish I stopped to look at the names of these books because I bet it was like the Bible, Harry Krishna, and Ten Ways to Lose Your Mother. And the Necronomicon books. You don't fuck with an Afrikanomicon. Patu Verata! Spoilers. Then Ash goes to cover his stump hand with a shirt or a towel or it, It's like a super terry cloth towel yeah. straight out of 1987. Uh, and then Evil Hand knocks the pan over and runs into a mouse hole. I love that... Because they, they focus so much... Like, the bucket has the hand contained books for measure, and then two seconds, like, oh yeah, fuck this bucket. I don't need this fucking bucket. And then it, it's yep. way into the wall. And we mentioned Tom and Jerry before. This whole interaction between Hand and Ash is straight out of a fucking comic yeah, book. So it's so good. Evil Hand runs into the mouse hole in the wall mm-hmm. as Ash starts unloading shotgun shells into the wall. One-handed now, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, as he's reloading uh, the hand comes back out of the mouse hole to fuck with him gets caught on a random mouse trap that is next to him the entire time it's uh, so good and then flips Ash off and, and scurries into the wall uh, aggressively flips him off it is like shaking with a middle finger and thumb yeah. up extended to the moon um, and then Ash fires off one more shot into the wall that starts to drip blood. Uh, We've got red blood this time. Yeah, red blood now. And then it starts oozing blood. And then it just straight blood geysers. Uh, like, I'm at this point certain that corn syrup or a corn syrup factory sponsored this movie and was like, how much of this can you use? Oh, dude, it was Pepto-Bismol on food color right <laughs> God damn it, that must have tasted terrible. They <laughs> soaked this man in whatever geyser of blood this was. Yeah, so it starts gushing blood out to the point where it knocks Ash over, and then about five more blood geysers spout from the walls, drenching the whole room, before they all uh, turn into black blood and suck back into the wall. Just rewound again, which, let's count it, black and red blood, we're two out of four now. Good job, buddy. I know, numbers are good. (laughs) Let's divide that, one half, baby. Holy shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so then Ash uh, goes to sit down on the chair, but the chair breaks. 
the same rocking chair that he's been sitting in multiple times yeah. for this. Just okay. I'm crazy, but I'm gonna take a load off and just plummets down through this chair. And then the deer head turns into a dead-eyed deer. Now shut the fuck up, because here's where I want to take over for at least, I don't know, 45 minutes. I'm gonna put the book down. Yeah, fuck this book. This is my favorite scene in the movie by far. And again, really getting into satire. So this is where he goes through the chair, deer head that you've seen that is just mounted on the wall, becomes dead-eyed, so it's, it's really just got glazed eyes and buck teeth. Buck. <laughs> Ooh, just, goddamn, he's got a belt buckle and everything. <laughs> well, tarnation. It just whips over to him. It's super fat. It is not a slow turn at all. This buck head whips over to Bruce Campbell and just starts laughing maniacally. Hit it. 100%. And then at the same time, Pretty much everything else in the room starts laughing at him. We're talking lamps, bookshelves, lampshades, everything. everything. This room is just surrounding him in laughter, and everything's moving while it does it. It's just kind of going up and down, up and down. It, exactly. And my favorite part here is where he kind of is. He now Bruce Campbell's laughing too. He's going crazy because he's alone and he assumes he's nuts at this point. But he looks at the lamp that is just it's. Brave little toaster, old school lamp that's just up and down, up and down, laughing. Not really to a rhythm other than up, down, up, down. One, two, one, two, one, two. Banger audio, you piece of shit. Turn your phone off. I was just thinking it hasn't happened yet. I was ready to text you anyway. Uh, so we got the lamp. We got Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell backs up, looks at the lamp. The lamp is going up and down. He starts bending his knees with it, so they're moving at the same time. Uh, James Mendoza, this is for you. This is how you and me danced at AMC lines waiting for these midnight showings. <laughs> just all knees. That's it. Just laughing at each other the whole time. Super fucking hilarious. The whole room is spinning, laughing, and then... Yeah, so Ash, at this point, I, I wrote down as having a complete... 100%. Complete breakdown. Um... And then a noise outside causes him to pivot, unload the shotgun into the into the window. <laughs> it's it's so sudden because it doesn't preface it at all. I don't even remember hearing anything. I don't know if you did. There's no noise. Yeah, he I just, just pivots and shoots. And then we hear, oh, and then everything goes quiet. Uh huh. All right, now we're back to serious mode. Uh, he opens the door to find nobody. Then as he backs up. Uh, worker guy and Annie's husband jump in, tackle him. Um, <laughs> they beat the shit out of him. They're just straight kicking him. Yeah, so Annie's husband holds his hands down and worker guy just punches him in the head. Like until he goes four or five times. Um, <laughs> you piece of shit. You don't hurt Malvita. Yeah, ass shot Bobby Joe in the shoulder. Barely. I'm pretty sure for all the blood in this movie, she doesn't even have a drip on her. It like nicked her. Yeah. Um, this bitch. So, Annie then enters and sees the blood-covered chainsaw and assumes that, oh, this guy killed my fucking parents. And she even says, I think, right here, like, where, where are my parents? Yeah. Uh, then the worker guy goes, let's lock his ass in the cellar. Love this. And this is where we get my favorite scene where they really introduce the cellar that is chained to the ground <laughs> with the longest chain of all time. 
they could pick any point to lock this chain up, and they give it, I don't know, six feet of length so that anybody can get in or out of it. Yeah, the, the door is chained with, like, the equivalent to a bike chain. It makes no sense why they're... Well, it makes sense to further the plot. Yeah. No sense for realism. So then we cut to Annie finding her dad's tape recorder. Reel to reel. He he plays it, or she plays it again, and he's saying that since reading these pages out loud, his wife has become possessed. Again, super plot device. They stop the play from the beginning of the movie just in time for them to restart it now to further explain the plot of the movie. So she tried to kill him, but uh, he got her ass first. Fucking Henrietta. So, yeah, her name's Henrietta. What a Um, 1945's name. And he buried her in the cellar, uh, which is where Ash is, for those of you that weren't listening. And Um, when he was drugged into the cellar, too, he's like, oh... Stuff's happening down there. I don't like it. Yeah, he basically said you're making a mistake. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, and then um, cut to the cellar where Henrietta immediately bursts through the floor. As soon as the the reel-to-reel goes, I buried her in the cellar. (laughs) Henrietta pops up. Yeah. This bitch. Ash rushes to the top of the stairs kind of props open the door so his head can get out of it and goes, hey, you gotta let me the fuck out of here. Now, his his head is roughly the size of his body and this guy could climb out of the cellar 100%. Yeah, so they're kind of debating, like, should we let him out? No, he's fucking with us. Should we let him out? This is all Cletus being a dick, by the way. Yeah. And then, as Henrietta morphs into full deadite form, Ash is pulled up by the worker by his head. So, so let me set the stage a little bit. Please so, do. Henrietta is bloated grandma is the best way I can describe her. She's deadite, but she just looks like they just put a hose in her ass and filled her up. I think I, I have a word that describes her. Hit it. Uh, hag. Yes, she's hagging it up. Yes. He is backing up, the uh, Bruce Campbell's backing up the whole time, going up the stairs, pleading to get out. There's something down here with me. And then fucking Cletus or somebody's hands just wraps around <laughs> his gigantic chin and pulls him up by the head. All head. All head. Like So they've unlocked the cellar, pulled him up, and now they've relocked it, I think, at this point as well. Or very soon after. So yeah, they, they unlock it um, to pull Ash up. And all this time, the uh, Henrietta deadite is threatening to swallow Ash's soul. Um, I'll swallow you so. So good. Um, he gets pulled up. They try to close the door, but um, Deadite knocks out Annie's husband, who was trying to close the door. Knocks his head, or knocks him back somehow to where he hits his head on a mirror. A super generic him. knockout. Like yeah. I don't think they even throw a punch. It's just like he goes closer and gets yeah, I think knocked it's the over force from the door. Yeah, right? it's very minimal. And then starts to grab at the worker's ankle. So Ash uh, shoves the door down and stomps on it, causing one of Henrietta's eyes to pop out and fly into Bobby Joe's mouth. This bitch, now she's eating eyeballs. Uh, then they, they lock Henrietta in the basement, uh, and then POV Ghost starts zooming around outside. Right, so so we, so we POV Ghost is not Henrietta. Henrietta. Henrietta is still just... I like Henrietta more. Henrietta is fucking... Give me that ricotta, baby. <laughs> uh... So Ash fills the group in on what's going on, 
and then uh, Henrietta is she's got her head popped out of the door again, but she's normal Henrietta now. So two things on this: one, head popped out. Literally, this bitch has got the thing stood up like four <laughs> feet and can just walk out of this hall, this yeah. entryway. She could get. Yeah, there's no. It's just movie plot at this point. Yeah, and so it's human Henrietta now singing uh, the, the Mockingbird Nursery. Right, super creepy, and I want to point out this actress should have stayed Deadite because she is significantly creepier as human. Yes, I really hope that's not what she looked like because um, awful. And. <laughs> this bitch. Oh man! And then uh, the camera pans to reveal that it's her human self singing before her husband just goes full deadite. Um, this is Anne, Annie's husband. Yes, Annie's husband goes full possessed and stressed, uh, floating around in the room, saying, "We are the things that were and will be again, spirits of the bush." We want what you have. Life. Life. This guy's got a mouthful of teeth. Like, if yeah. Jaws was a human character, it would be Jaws times three, just Jaws. retracting into teeth. His um, mouth doesn't even move. It's just a mask. Yeah, and then they say dead by dawn like 30 times. Dead by dawn! Dead, dead by, by dawn! Uh, before he flies over to Bobby Joe and eats some of her hair. The worst <laughs> cinematography of all time, by the way. Just rips it off and starts shoving it into his mouth. Kind of? Like me at an Asian buffet. Ooh, <laughs> but they got put in there, baby. Pudding and pizza at the Asian buffet? Well, super Chinese buffets is, is exotic, baby. Uh, Ash grabs an axe and chops Annie's husband's uh, whole body into bits. Just, um, and this is all like silhouette, if I remember, yeah. right? Like, he's just hacking at it with one hand. And you just see, like, shadow bloods and what Green blood going everywhere. Three for four, baby. Three quarters. What's that pie chart look like? Um, it's like pumpkin, 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 apple. <laughs> that do it for you? Thanks, buddy. You got it. Uh, then we cut to later on when Worker Guy notices... Hold on, I fucking hate pie. What? Pie is disgusting. You're the worst. Yes. <laughs> End of list. For all those fuckers, if they don't like they don't like pie, you'll get an aneurysm. I also hate bacon. You go fuck yourself. Bacon's bacon's garbage. So, okay, now that we're sorry, uh, now that I'm we're not sorry this, for shit. You go fuck yourself. Uh, I don't like cake with frosting. I also don't. I prefer just the cake. Thank you. Yeah, it's better. I always wipe frosting off. I like a little bit. See, I like a very specific kind of frosting. Hit me. It, I don't know what it's called. I think it's the, useless. I think it's like. <laughs> I like this. I don't know what it is. If you say fondant, I'm gonna kick no, you in the I, dick. No, that's the worst. Yeah, fondant's it's like, garbage. It's like whipped cream frosting, where it's uh, super light. I hate whipped cream. I don't like anything creamy. You're off the podcast. That's fine. I'll start my own. Okay. It'll it'll be called pear pecan. Milk sucks. Milk is garbage. Alright, scare pee official. Milk, bacon, pie, garbage. No. Also super frosted cake. Milk, frosting. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner fudge is made. Let's all agree. <laughs> Fuck this episode. This is so chaotic. Brian, if you like this episode, you go fuck yourself. You've seen this movie. God. Okay, so we cut to later on when Worker Guy notices that the trail they used to get in has disappeared. It, it's like it was swallowed by the woods. By the woods? 
Let's keep in mind, every time they look out or do anything in the woods, it's within about eight feet. Yeah. Like, and I'm gonna go ahead and include the chase scene, because this will come up real soon, between Ash and Jehost from, I don't know, 20 minutes in the movie when he's driving around and gets exploded through the windshield. That car is right in front of the cabin. Yeah. Terrible. So it gets barely quiet before a bunch of random uh, bangs and noises with weird fast motion camera shots of the the crew looking everywhere. And, and I'll be honest, I don't like these shots. Yeah. They're pretty. They're way too fast. They're all over the place. Doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, then Ash says, "This is a ghost forcing its way into our world." Then a door opens with the strobe light lightning and garbage can thunder. Um, it's Kane! It's Kane! That's gotta be Kane! The Undertaker's brother! <laughs> oh, God. It's a slobber knocker over here. We just watched WrestleMania. Uh, so, Ash decides, uh, we should go check that out, but Worker Guy says, fuck that, dude, you go check it out. I'm staying right here. Which I really like that response, because yeah. it's, fuck this. I'm, I'm fucking out as soon as I can. So he basically is like, okay, goes to go, then Annie grabs a lantern and like, I'll come with you. Because of reasons. Yeah, because... And look, like, we didn't preface this very well at all. She, at the beginning, fucking hates this guy, because she thinks he killed his pa her parents. Yeah. Totally rightfully so. Well, up, up until the tape plays. When, when he's like, I killed Henrietta. Uh, even then, like, she's still pretty against him. She she sees the bloody chains on, at least assume she kills the dad, who I yeah. don't think we ever get a good response to why he's gone. Because you don't ever see a body, by the way. Uh, we see something when we'll get to it right now. Yeah, um, I get it. I'll tell you why you're wrong. So they, they open the door, and they investigate the room, close the door behind them, there's nothing there. Then Hillbilly Express busts in behind them, uh, which clearly Bobby Joe was leading, uh, like... Worker guy was like, I don't want to go in there. And Bobby Joe dragged him in, dr mm -hmm. drug him in. Uh, and then he uh, grabs her by the hand and goes, See, I told you there weren't nothing in here. Not nothing. Y'all laughed at me. Now, now that they're all together, the room begins to shake, and a ghostly image of Annie's dad with really bad skeleton makeup on his face super terrible uh, appears to warn them all of the dark spirit that haunts these walls and wants to kill you all. Which I, like, I know you're thinking, like, this is probably her dad. Like, I still think it's more Deadite trick. I don't, I don't agree with that. I, the only reason I'd say is there's no real evidence of anything other than Deadite going on here. I don't know. Like, why is this guy so important that he can become a ghost? Uh, because the plot? The plot is garbage. We all know that. So he, he warned them of a dark spirit that wants to kill them. But the Necronomicon can dispel it and save you all. Racist. Then he disappears. Um, and uh, I think that's a good spot to collect two done, man. Yeah, yeah, these are all garbage. Act three starts with Bobby Joe saying, Baby, you're holding my hand too hard. Uh, to which Worker replies, I'm not holding your hand. Uh, guess who? It's evil hand, baby. Yeah, boy. Freestanding hand just grabbing at this girl. Bobby Joe freaks out, knocks the lantern out of Annie's hand, and goes pitch black. When they relight the lantern, Bobby Joe is gone. I really like that it never explained it. 
No doors opened. This girl didn't walk out. Just teleportion. Yeah, and then we cut to Abijo sprinting into the woods, screaming as a treeman, a tree demon, uh, grabs her with its branches, um, which is a nice callback to a scene from the original Evil Dead. And go fuck yourself! Here I come again. So let's go ahead and set this scene up. So if you have not seen Evil Dead 1, uh, Evil Dead 2 does a very good homage to this scene. Get ready to hate the Oh, it is very graphic. Kind of alluded to and also directly said. This is the definitely the most horrible scene in the Evil Dead 1 mo- movie where... I don't even know the character's name. Random girl that is with the Campbell. Yeah. Gets... By no less than the word of rape by this tree demon. Yeah. This thing, it is not subtle. Pulls arms, pulls legs apart, and there is straight tree penetration without showing genitals. Besides tree genitals, which is just twigs. I don't think that's illegal. Uh, But sap is happening. It is awful. It is so... The, the entire thing... I think it's the only reason they got a sequel. Because they're like, yeah. we push the boundaries, man. And Sam Raimi was like, I'm gonna do Spider-Man. So, and then, yeah, in, in this movie, uh, they, they homage to that as it wraps around her arms and pulls a corner of her shirt. And then... Um, you even get some nudity at that point, don't you? A little no. bit? Not in, not in this... See, no. and I'm... Yeah, so. They give you a little nudity in the first one, too, because yeah. they're like, how do we sell tickets? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It just, like, rips, like, I think it's the bottom button of her shirt off. You're right, yeah, um, yeah, it's just very minimal. And then the tree envelops her and starts dragging her through the woods um, on the ground. Uh, and she gets dragged for, like, 30 seconds. It's a brutal scene. Just, like, again, every time they do these scenes, it really feels like they're like, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Tire to a tree and just pull the ATV and see what happens. Fucking stone colder. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then she gets dragged directly into a tree uh, as we cut back to the group smashing the glass around the pages of the Necronomicon that Annie brought to the cabin. Not a bad cut, by the way. No, it actually was really good. Yeah. Um, so, Bobby Joe is... Uh, not part of the Hillbilly Express anymore. <laughs> She's gone, and I don't think she ever comes back to any sense of the word. I don't think so. She's just gone. So, the worker guy is like, hey. Where's Bobby Joe? We gotta go look for Bobby Joe. But Ash just turns around and goes, hey, if she went into those woods, she's fucking dead. I love how callous he is. Because it's, uh, him and Annie are just, like, colluding at this point of yeah. how to slay the demon. And this guy's just at the window going... My fuck machine's gone. <laughs> if we added our teeth together, we were one mouth. That's true. Jesus Christ. Um, so they're going through the pages, and Ash gets random chills uh, as we see a page of the Necronomicon with a drawing of a man in a blue shirt with a chainsaw hand in it. Uh, and he says, it's the hero from the sky who uh, arrived in 1300 AD. Uh, that's not important. I fucking hate this scene. Uh, the chills over the grave line is really bad. The picture is very clearly Ash, especially with the chain shot. Chain, chain shot? 
My chain charge going off. Chain charge? Fucking the hero of Canton, the man they called Jane happening here. Just super foreshadowing. They really are planning for a sequel or a trilogy at this point. A prequel, yeah. Yeah. Which gets more alluded to at the end, and then they ignore all of that to do their sequel. Yeah, so uh, the, the pages reveal that the only way to get rid of the demon is to have it uh, become of the flesh by reading one of the, the passages, and then read another passage to open a portal to push it through. Which means they're gonna fuck it. Where's Kayla's whisker? So, uh, and then for some reason, the, the worker guy grabs the shotgun and trains it on them, and he goes, yeah, we're gonna go get Bob Joe. <laughs> I'm running this show now! Yeah. And he cornholes everybody. And Ash says, look, she's already dead, but with these pages, we at least have a chance. Uh, then the worker guy grabs the pages, says, this is some bullshit, and throws him into the cellar. Um, Henrietta's just, just chilling at this point. <laughs> Henrietta just gets... One eye showing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why are you throwing these at me? I need these. Uh, and then he makes them go outside. Again, this is just for plot. It's such yeah. a bad scene. I get, like, I guess if you're going to put yourself into this character, where's my lady? She's the only one who touched my ding dong while holding a $2 bill that one time. This guy's got nothing going on for him, but. Why go into these woods? Nothing good has happened. Yeah, so then uh, they walk out. Ash and Annie are kind of like, hey, maybe stop. Uh, maybe don't fucking do this. You're going to kill us all. Uh, and then he hits Ash with the butt of the gun. <laughs> he beats the shit out of this guy, too. <laughs> so then POV Ghost flies at them uh, just real mad uh -huh. through the trees uh, as worker guy just gets pissed and knocks Ash and Annie to the ground with the gun. Uh, ghost. Well, I just lost my place. I'm so sorry. It's hard to remember a movie you watch. Yeah, so then POV... So then POV Ghost uh, turns into Deadite Ash. So he's back. The sun is not in sight. It is still pitch black. Ash Strongjaw. My next D&D character. That's a fantastic name. <laughs> picks up worker guy and launches him into a tree headfirst so hard that it splinters the tree. Fucking annihilates this guy. Uh, then Annie runs inside. Ash pops up elsewhere, like outside of the door and goes, Join us. Join us! Um, this is outside a window, right? No, it's outside the door. The she door? Okay, she okay. slams the door, then he runs into yes. it and uh, then fucks off. <laughs> For just a couple minutes, yeah. though. So Andy finds a random, like, spine dagger. Which very clearly is attached to the Necronomicon in some sense, because yeah. it is, a, like, very much a, like a sacramental dagger, but I don't understand. Banger, Otto, you piece of shit. God damn it, how are you this bad at this? God damn it. This, this dagger, though, very much is... From the Necronomicon and some because it's a, like surrounded by skulls yeah. and made out of spine with a metal blade that's here to kill the Virgin Mary. I don't know what's going on with this thing. <laughs> um, and she she grabs it and kind of waits for something to happen. I love this. And so then much. there's there's a rattle from another room that causes Annie to go investigate. 
and then the back door starts rattling. So she kind of hides like behind it. And then when the back door opens, she just no hesitation comes out, stabs um, right into the chest of worker guy. Fucking Cletus is down. <laughs> so this isn't like a little two inch knife. This is like a banger twelve inch scrotum to neck knife. So yeah, and he collapses. Then uh, Ash pops up outside and Annie just starts trying to close the door with worker guy's body still in the way so she's just slamming it in. Like apparently has never known how a door works and just starts crushing this boy just hammering this door. Why won't you close? Oh yeah, his body. And then she drags him mostly inside beside his legs tries to close it again. Breaking his shins at this point because she's doing the same thing. And then fully drags him in as Ash gets to the door just a second too late. Which I really like because they were clearly like, Ash take your time. This bitch can't get this door closed. And he's just breaking everything on the set around him, just trying not to get to this door. So, a uh, worker guy who is somehow still alive. Very um, much not possible. Tells Annie that they need to get to the living room to get the axe to kill Ash. Um, Annie very slowly drags him through the hallway. I mean, this guy's, I don't know, 600 pounds. And, and wearing overalls. Overalls wet in that much blood. And she actually drags this guy down the hall. She did. Very much looks like yeah. it. The only time they don't use a pulley system. <laughs> this bucko five girls like, hey, pull this 300 pound guy. Uh, so they finally get to the living room and Annie grabs the axe. Then as worker guy is telling Annie to check the windows, Henrietta pops up out of the basement and starts to drag worker guy down into the cellar. Again, by the head, just the head. snap down. I- I'll eat this. Um, Annie runs over and grabs him by the ankles and is trying to pull away. Uh, let's clear it. The overalls. The over ankles. Oh god. The ankle walls? Ankle walls. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and then a sea of blood gushes from the cellar door. So much corn syrup. Uh, as he's dead. <laughs> dead boy ain't right. <laughs> Gonna get me a ball blast. Gonna get me a ball blast. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, and then Ash pops up, uh, knocks out Amy, and the end. The end, yep. Movie over, Deadites win, Ash has a chin. Uh, no, so Ash then goes to kill Annie, but sees Linda's necklace randomly in the room. Magnified necklace. On the floor, and, uh, through the power of love. Yep. In the power of love. Uh, Ash overcomes the demon, and wills himself back to reality. Which means the sun does not control this thing. The sun Apparently only shines, love does. The sun only shines for you. Sun will come out tomorrow. Uh, Andy then immediately tries to axe Ash. I love it. He's um, clearly not evil. Yeah, as the whole time he's yelling, I'm okay, I'm alright, I'm good, I'm okay. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Um, he finally gets the axe away from her. Um... By like grabbing her by the shoulders and going, I'm okay now. Stop trying to murder me. Um, they then realize we have to go to the cellar to get the pages. <laughs> so now it's time to square off with old Henrietta. Yeah, and then Ash goes, It's time to kill a witch. <laughs> I she's not a witch, man. I mean, you don't know. They didn't even call them deadites in this movie. We just know the yes, future. They do. 
Do they? Yeah. Oh, fuck the very end. Uh, you're right, you're right. So, then they, they go to the work shed to uh, armor up. They make Ash's uh, iconic chainsaw hand. Love it. I really like how much emphasis they put on. So, chainsaw hand goes on, they clamp it, and then they put the chainsaw starter string on, like, a hook so that he can start it at any point. So, he's just, like, yo-yoing his own arm back and forth to start this. Thing. God damn it, Oh shit, out of gas. Can you grease me up, baby? I know what's wrong with it. It ain't got no it gas. It ain't got no gas. I know what's wrong with it. And they also make his iconic boomstick oh. by uh, sawing the chainsaw down to a uh, saw. Which I love again the scene, because for no re- reasons does this make any sense. Because he just barely taps this, cha- this shotgun with the chainsaw, and it just sparks and flies off into this perfect sauna. And then he hits us with a perfect groovy. Ooh! Before they, they cut to um, him sawing open the basement door for some reason. Instead of just unlocking it like they've done several <laughs> times this entire movie. Suspenseful. Yeah, and then Ash goes down. Here's Henrietta through another doorway. Um, like a pantry or something? I don't know what it is. Because he opens the door and it leads to this weird, like, water-filled area. Yeah, I don't know where this water comes from. I, I think she's just been pissing this whole time. I was going to say, is it their septic? Hmm. Go for some poops. <laughs> uh, so he finds two pages there. Um, then as he starts to back up Worker Guy's skeleton... Uh, and I know it's Worker Guy's skeleton because he's still wearing the overalls. God damn overalls! Uh, pops up behind Ash and scares him. Which is why you should never wear overalls. Yeah, and then he he backs up out of the uh, out of the water level from Mario uh, with with the pages, throws them up to Annie, and kind of waits at the bottom of the stairs for Henrietta. He's ready for a fight. Yeah, yeah. He's he's strapped and ready to go. This right? is my boomstick. Not yet. God damn it, it's yet. Shop smart. Shop ass smart. So he, he backs up up the stairs as Henrietta comes out from underneath the stairs, grabs him by the ankles, and just yanks it's him It's so through. good. Again, I don't think they faked this. He didn't know what was happening. Like, yeah, fuck him. Just grab him. You see what happens. It very much looks like he falls on his fucking face. This boy gets hammered. Um, yeah, so... And he starts to read the pages, and Henrietta then flies up out of the uh, cell and starts pulling at Annie's hair while she's, like, spinning in circles above her. Just flying around. Yeah, so Ash then heroically climbs up and challenges Henrietta to a one-on-one. This is straight Mortal Kombat fight. Let's do this. Uh, Henrietta blocks the chainsaw first first hit, but then Ash just fucking smacks her harder than Will Smith at the Oscars. Oh, baby. Chris <laughs> Rock couldn't even feel this coming. And then her head turns into a super long-necked demon Just thing. like Hydra 1994, Hercules Hydra. Yeah, it looks like Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's way better. Um, and then hits, hits him with the house while I guess all. This is pretty much all she yells for the next 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Ashton hits her with the one-two Mayweather. That's right. He should... Keep in mind, this boy got a chainsaw hand and a regular hand holding a shotgun. And he's going all regular hand just swinging on her. He's just wailing. Uh, Then Annie starts singing the Mockingbird nursery rhyme, which distracts Henrietta. Henrietta turns 
allowing uh, allowing Ash to stab her with the chainsaw, cut off her arms, and then cut off her head. Another decap. This boy's got some kills built up. <laughs> so, um, the head now decapitated, laying on the ground, once again threatens to swallow his soul. <laughs> There's no real understanding of how death for these things work. He's decapitated several of them, and sometimes they die, and sometimes they don't. Then he puts his foot on her head, pulls out the shotgun, and goes, Swallow this, and blows her head to bits. This is where we've got iconic Ash just shitbagging all over people. Swallow this? It's so good. Beautiful. Fantastic line. <laughs> so Annie is now uh, full-blown breakdown mode, uh, and Ash and her kind of embrace... Uh, but it ain't over yet, baby. Yeah, then the tree ants get mad. And they start pounding on the cabin from all sides. And so, and correct me if I'm wrong. So at this point, she has said part of the incantation. Yeah, so this is when they realize. So they've made it flesh. Said, we only said the first part. Right. To make the demon flesh. POV ghost zooms towards the cabin. And Annie starts reading the second passage as POV ghost is revealed to be a weird orange-faced tree demon. Yeah. I don't know if this is even what it's supposed to be, but it's just a giant tree that pokes through the doorway. Yeah, the and head, then the head like comes through the door and it's just eyes and mouth. Yeah, and it looks fucking terrible. Arms go through windows. It's bad. But it it just shitty puppeteering. Yeah, so we get a we get a side view of Ash, who now has like longer slicked back hair and a gray streak going through what a part of his head. Which uh, never gets explained very well. It's just Magic. It's also not the hairstyle he had at the start of the movie. Portal. So, well, that, you see it go gray, kind of. It's not a very good shot of it. But, like, whatever spell she is saying turns it gray. But come Army of Darkness, it doesn't matter. So, uh, Annie is reading, then she stops reading and gasps. We cut to see Evil Hand has plunged the spine dagger into the her back. The boy, he's back again. Yeah, she was back. <laughs> Fucking this hand is the OG of this movie, by the way. So she collapses and uh, Evil Hand runs off. <laughs> yeah. So the, the spell has not been finished being cast. She's still like muttering in her breath. The trees then grab Ash and pull him towards the demon's mouth. Annie weakly finishes the passage and the portal opens outside. Um, Annie falls unconscious as the demon says, We've won! We've won! Um, Ash revs the saw, stabs into the eye of the demon as Annie unconsciously says the final word as the demon is sucked in, leaving Ash covered in blue blood. Thank you. Uh, that's blood. One, two, three, three four. four bloods for no reason, completely unexplained. Yeah, I love it. Deadites have three different colored blood. I guess at your level maybe matters. It's like XP. I guess. What, <laughs> what color blood are you, bro? Oh, I'm green. Oh, oh, dude, really? Damn, green's top tier, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets, demon gets sucked in the portal, Ash begins to celebrate before the rest of the cabin is slowly sucked in. I'm talking books, the lamp. Car. Uh, stuff like that, the car outside. Super prevalent. Um, the countertop flies and hits Ash. He grabs onto it and like stops him. At the door. How do we stop it? Yeah, like, a, like a cross beam as he yells, How do we stop it? Uh, when he is eventually sucked in. Um, 
shittiest looking portal of all time. Yeah, so the, the portal collapses, and then we cut Like, through. right after he goes into it for no reason. Yeah. Like, it unexplained why it happens. Yeah, we cut to him going through a weird, like, multicolor strobe light portal. Fucking Mr. Peabody travel time clocks ticking backwards. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, and then he falls into a desert as knights. Yes, knights. Uh, K-N-I-G-T-G-H-T. How do you spell knights? K-N-I-G-H-T. Yeah, I missed the H on that first one. You got it. <laughs> Kniggets. Can't say that. You fucking sound it out. Uh, knights surround him, and the knights say, Kill him, he is a deadite. Uh, this is when deadites are first met. This is, you're right, you're right. Before the actual deadite starts flying towards them. The only flying one we I think we ever see. I mean, they all fly, this one's the only one. That's true, it has wings. It's like a pterodactyl. A what? A pterodactyl. You fucking sound it out, it's got a P in front of it. Yeah. Yep. So... Uh, they all start to flee as Ash stands up, twirls the shotgun out, and one-shots that fucking thing right in the head. Baby! Um, then he is immediately deemed the hero from the sky who has come to save them from the Deadites as Ash screams, No! no! Like Darth Vader. Super foreshadowing. So, uh, yeah, that's Evil Dead too, baby. Also, most of Evil Dead 1. <laughs> In fact, all of Evil Dead 1 plus extra. Yeah, so... I mean, it's really hard to say whether I loved or hated this. I, I love to hate it. it. So. so you you love to hate it. I, I like these movies. They're super fun. They're not good movies. No. I'm fully prepared to admit that. No, 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 they're bad. Um, how many Swallowed Souls out of 10 are you giving this one? Swallowed Souls... I just don't believe in souls, so zero? Okay, in an alternate dimension. <laughs> Doctor Strange, Multiverse yes. of Madness, me. The variant of you that believes in souls. Fucking two? I don't know. Really? Two? That guy's an asshole. It's a bad movie, but I love it. I'm gonna give it, like, a four. God damn. Yeah, a four sounds right. What would you give a zero to? Name a movie you would give a zero to. We'll any there. movie. We'll get there. Doesn't have to be a horror. I want to know now. Scream. Scream. I like Scream. <laughs> no, I, I love Scream. I don't believe you. I love Scream so goddamn much. I know. We know this. I know. Um, I want to know a movie that you hate. Like I'll tell you, in the movie I hated the most of all that I've ever walked out of in a theater, Osmosis Jones. You go fuck yourself if you like that movie. It's a piece of shit. What's my least favorite movie of all time? If you don't have it now, I want to know by next week. Okay, I don't have it right now. Alright, that's, that's our first question. Okay. Alright, uh, Zach, would you like to explain what we're doing next week? Nope! Alright, guys, well... Fuck you! Next week, we got a movie, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, it is called Girl on the Third Floor. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the only thing that matters about this is and how we got to this movie? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because we fucking talked about it already. Because <laughs> we watched WrestleMania recently, and my boy CM Punk, who I do not give a fuck about, stars in this movie, this 2019 banger. The Straight Edge Savior. Savior? <sighs> so, I've seen this movie. I am so excited for you to watch this movie. I'm ready to tell you exactly why it's bad, and um, there are so many things I can tell you from just this preview. It is truly... You know what? This is a big contender for the worst movie I've ever seen. 
<laughs> I want you to think about that. That's a big title. Okay, I'm not going to say it's the worst. I'm saying it is close to the worst. I want to know what the worst is. And you can't say demonic because we already uh, reviewed demonic and that was garbage. I love paranormal investigation. <sighs> they rhyme. What else can you do about it? But you know what else I got for you, baby? Oh, what? So we're going to start something I've been thinking about is the Scarapy Smackdown. Ooh. Mostly because I want to argue with you about points of really just why you're wrong about characters. Okay. So what we're going to be doing is picking two random horror characters, mostly icons, maybe some randos. And we both get a few minutes to decide why our character wins that fight. Um, I will also be attributing random stats that mean nothing and a location that means even more. Perfect. So get ready to be fucked up in nothing. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong all the time. Oh, I've got such a good intro for that. Do you? Because you're going to lose every fight. <laughs> We're going to D&D the fuck out of this, oh, and I'm going to roll awesome. a dice and roll a one like I do every goddamn time. I'm so excited. Fuck off. That's going to be great. Oh, man. Keep a lookout for that next week. We'll see how quick I want to edit it. And that's your problem. You act like you're going to edit it. Yeah, I want them to think I do shit. You don't do fucking anything. Uh, I just bring all the hilarity and comedy to this piece of shit you, podcast. You take care of the ha-has, I take care of the fuckers. Don't talk about my life like that. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. Brian, I'm also sorry. That's who I was talking about. That is God what I meant. damn, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. So, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up here. This has been another session of Scarapy. Because therapy's too damn expensive. Alright, our session's up, guys. We'll see you next week. Fuck off.